I want a Caribbean only space. I want to make that very clear. But there's just a part of me that's like, um, I just don't want, I want us to have a united front as well. But I don't think Carnival is the place for Afrobeats. I don't think it's the place for the united front. Hola, hola. Welcome back to another episode of the Coco Girls. Episode 29, I am Daria. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Nye. Lovely to be here with you all, especially you, Daria. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Likewise, likewise, likewise. How you doing? How I'm, you I'm doing okay. I feel like I have no complaints, nothing to escalate, nothing to flag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, work. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm just here. Uh, good to go. How about you? <laughs> Yo, I'm about to fall over. I'm so tired, but hey ho, here we are. <sighs> One of them ones. Um, we're all sending you good vibes on your um, your deadlines that you've set for yourself for your PhD and your writing. We hope you are managing. I wish it was only me that was setting deadlines, but there's an actual uni one. So. Oh no! <laughs> I thought that we would have discussed that much. one. <laughs> very very much fast approaching because please believe we're in september next week how did this happen i don't know feel robbed of a summer because we didn't get one but i think it's a conspiracy that september isn't a week but that's for another podcast (laughs) trust me man trust me i also think it's very cheeky that august ends on a tuesday like how disrespectful yeah like you think friday's coming you're like oh yeah no it's a lie it's a lie you still wait till next week (laughs) disrespectful Okay, so it's my turn to to do the news, and I'm going to take it UK and worldwide. Um, Oh. mm Mm-hmm. Okay, DJ Khaled. (laughs) (laughs) Little worldwide tour there. Uh, But yeah, first I'm going to do updates before we get into it. So, Mm -hmm. obviously, um, you most likely know that Daria mentioned all that is currently happening in Afghanistan last week. And I just thought I would update uh, on the latest for this week. So Boris Johnson is looking to request an extension um, for the evacuation deadline. This refers to um, the amount of time the UK has to allow more flights out of Afghanistan and evacuate people. He's looking to ask Joe Biden for this extension. Uh, However, the Taliban have definitely already said no extensions will be allowed. So don't know why he's mocking it. I feel like this is just delays on delays for no reason like you know what needs to be done based off what you've already caused go in there save the people like i just feel like this is a bit like the bureaucracy is killing me but um mm-hmm. yeah i just wanted to touch on that also airbnb i said they're going to be providing temporary housing for twenty thousand afghan refugees which uh sounds amazing that's really lovely in the u.s but um there's like hundreds of thousands of homeless people that constitute their own epidemic in the country and i I don't know what's been done there, but then maybe who am I? I'm not um, Brian Chesky, the CEO of PR. Airbnb. So <laughs> PR things, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <sighs> but you know, some of these I performative things. Man. Yeah, but then you know what? <laughs> if I love how we're, we're on the same page, if it if <laughs> if one Afghan refugee can be helped, then like fine. But I just want a whole company, like mission statement and ethos, to be more than like reactive. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's exactly. my main thing. But yeah, update number two. Um, this is a longer update. 
So I told you lot that Mr. Kenneth Petty, husband of Nicki Minaj, wants his name removed from the sex registry, which he should be on. Um, but I don't think I told you yet that Nicki Minaj and her husband offered half a million dollars to his victim um, to recant her allegations. Um, and she's got a new lawsuit for them based on that. Um, just to run through what she said has been happening. So at one point, uh, Nicki Minaj offered her 20 grand. Another time it was um, 500,000. 500, she also offered to send the victim's daughter a bonus happy 16th birthday video from Nicki herself. Um, a lot of like, oh. yeah, as if you would want that. Do you know what I mean? A lot of harassment, unsolicited visits, harassing phone calls. Um, yeah, this girl's going through it. She is experiencing like depression, paranoia and apparently like a myriad of things so this is all alleged i don't know but leave that girl alone i don't know why you're choosing to die on this hill that your man has created but leave this girl alone that's just my main why is that your man like, embarrassing why is that your man your whole husband you married your whole husband and then you're taking 500 grand to like silence disgusting their truth and their story it's absolutely foul and like I know everybody always talks about like boycott and artists, but like, I'm telling you, from I heard this shit, I have not mm. listened to Nicki Minaj, and I don't yeah. plan on listening to anything Nicki Minaj because I cannot support that shit. It's absolutely foul, bro. It's it's actually it's wild. Foul. Like the um the girl said to Nicki as well, like obviously allegedly, woman to woman, I want you to know that this has happened. Like this is not bullshit kind of thing, and even. Even to that, Nicki was saying that she wanted to help out the victim and her family and fly her out to LA. As if, like, she's going to want to be in closer... Not close proximity, but, like, as if she's going to want, like, a free trip. Like, a free trip is not the solution here, love. But, yeah. Um, on to the news. So, um, today that we are recording this, it's the 20th anniversary of Aaliyah's passing. So, I had to mention that. Um, what do I even say? An amazing, beautiful and talented soul that I continue to honour, we continue to honour and celebrate all the time. Um, yeah, rest in peace to the Queen. Just wanted to touch on that. But okay, so into the news. Um, first up, guys, stop climbing on crates. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 For one of you bust up your head outside Audi, let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> like, I don't even know... I saw one video in Northwest. Um, so if you don't know, there's this craze going around. Craze. Am I am I a grandma? There's some trend. <laughs> <laughs> a new there's craze. There's shippiness going around. Yeah. Shippiness. That's what it is. Where basically you get like um, like milk crates or like crates that you would carry like uh, books in. I don't really know. Flip them upside down, stack them up and you climb them like stairs up and down and you normally drop, yeah? Um, like that black woman meme that comes out every yeah. year. I'm leaving behind. <laughs> It's literally her personified. Um, I There was one of some guy in America. I assume New York, but I don't know. And he was walking up the fake stairs, rolling a, a blunt. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, I actually had to, like, take a minute and be like, yo, congrats to him. He actually nailed that. But other than him, I don't endorse this. Um, I saw a, a Northwest London version where these guys, like, kicked the crate down while some, while some girl was cr climbing up on it it's getting out of hand it's getting like kind of like prank vibes now let's just leave it out 
Um, I'm sorry, but if you drop and bust your head, exactly, you can fuck up your whole life. Like you spine can gun. fuck up your <laughs> like, spine gone, head gone, nothing left, Reggie. What's the left, point? All because you wanted to climb on some some crates for social media. Silly. I begged, like. There's a whole panty going on, guys. The NHS doesn't need that. Like, <laughs> exactly, oh exactly. Okay, so next. I've got two... I've got not one, but two pieces of Kanye news for you. Because I know I know you just can't wait. So the first one is... Um, <sighs> Kanye West is officially filing to change his name to Ye. That's no Khan, no West, just Ye. Similar to Moses. I, mean, I, or, I like it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> she says, <"Sorry>, <laughs> I'm annoyed, bro. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. I like it. Like, I feel like everybody, if you want to change your name, if you don't like the name your parents gave you, like, why why wouldn't you? You should be able to change it. As I long like as it's not a, a Dolos or situation, I, I also co sign. Um, yeah, for, oh, yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for um, specifying that there. Still, baby. Love it. Um, he said, I believe yay is the most commonly used word in the Bible, and in the Bible it means you. Um, okay, sure. Um, he still hasn't released Donda, so there's that. Um, second piece of Kanye news. Oh, sorry, yay news. Um, he docks Drake. So, oh, where to begin? Sorry, this is not funny, but like, <laughs> anyway, sorry. sorry. No, go on, go on, go on. When you heard it. When I heard it and I saw all the memes of people like rolling up to Drake's house, I was just like, <laughs> I was actually on the floor because in my head I was thinking, I might catch a flight and come to you. I'm TV dead. I'm dead. Like, she doesn't mean it, guys. Um, <laughs> so basically, um, well, first I'll say what doxing is if you don't know. It's like um, when you obtain private information and make it public, usually with the malicious uh, vibes. There you go. So that wasn't official, that was me. <laughs> but I'm sure you can tell. So yeah, um, some backstory. There's some old beef that has conveniently come back up now that both of Drake and Ye have upcoming albums pending. Um, but yeah, Drake had a verse on Trippy Red's track called Betrayal. I don't... Deceit. Who is that? Yeah, one of them... Um, baby boys, you know. That's what these young people listen to. Yeah, man. These young people listen to. Literally. Um, and he dissed, um, yay on that track. So then Drake was like, okay, cool. I'm going to dox you then. So then Drake replied with like him in his um, car driving around laughing, not really bothered. Some people are saying that Drake's, um, address is like readily available to find online. I'm not sure about that. I think what they mean is like, you know, when someone has like a Toronto address or an LA address, you, if you go on like, um, like if you go online and you've um you know who used to own that house like another celebrity you could find out where it is based off that i don't think aubrey is aubrey graham i don't think his address had just posted up well it is now but <laughs> well, we got a pi out here guys <laughs> yeah but yeah um so i mean it's a mad it's disrespectful but kanye has done this before he doxed um a major editor at forbes he said he put he put his phone number out and he said that um, he's a white supremacist and he encouraged all his fans to phone him uh, and bother him uh, <laughs> and say what and say what why what am I saying bro? Yeah, he sent me. <laughs> oh 
gosh. Um, so that's them. Side note, Drake recently said that he thinks Rick Ross is the greatest rapper alive. Just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Literally. What, whatever Drake, whatever Drake, whatever you're smoking, Drake, I come share it, brother. Yeah, I, need I mean, you can go get it. You know where he's at now. Brother. Um, oh yeah, for you. I'm rolling. I'm rolling to you, Brendan and Jake, man. Literally. Get me some Milo, Milo ready. Car. I know you run with the Jamaicans now. I want some hot Milo when I get there. You get me. I'm dead. It's mad because I actually like Rick Ross. I think he's a funny guy. Um, but that was a strong statement. Anyway, um, he's got some mad lyrics, Rick Ross. Though still, ready. yeah. Oh, Drake as well. Mm. A note for you, Drake. Make sure puppy's there when I get there. Please, I'm, finished. Okay. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished. I'm <laughs> finished. Um, okay, so Beyonce and Jay Z. Jay Z for the UK people. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this story because I have a lot of thoughts on this shit, but anyways. Good. I'm glad you have a lot to say. Okay, so um, Beyonce and Jay Z uh, became the new face for. A Tiffany campaign entitled About Love. Tiffany as in Tiffany & Co, the jewellery company. Um, in the campaign images, Beyonce can be seen wearing a 128-carat diamond worth over $30 million. Uh, Beyonce is the first black woman to wear this since it was found <laughs> in 1877 um, in South Africa. Uh, so, yeah. That is the main story. Um, just to add on something else, the full ad campaign is set to debut globally in September. The print cam- campaign was styled by famous black celebrity stylist June Ambrose um, and Marnie Senefonte. A film version was created by Ghanaian Dutch film director Emmanuel Ajay and will also debut in September. So I put that in there. Um, so, of course, people have comments because... It's sad when we say first black woman or man to do anything, but to wear a diamond that shouldn't be outside of Africa is a bit mad. So, uh, so a couple of takes that I've seen online. One is Beyonce flexing her blood diamond extracted from the Kimberley mine in South Africa in 1877 using enslaved African labour. Mm. Um, <clears throat> literally. So someone said the shame is on Tiffany's, not Beyonce. I have no quibble with her wearing it for an ad, not like she owns it. Someone else said... When are you going to hold Beyonce <laughs> accountable? When? You beehive, beehive, whatever you man want to call, call yourselves. When are you going to hold her accountable? I want to know, Bridget. Mm. I want to know. Is it? Is it when Jesus appears again? Is that when? Is that when we're going to get Beyonce and her accountability? Because Listen. you lot, I don't know what crack pipe, and I say crack pipe because it is a crack pipe that you lot are smoking on, yeah? Some, some of them think that she's Jesus adjacent, I'm not going to lie. Um, but this is what I'm saying. So when Jesus come back, that's when you are really going to be like, okay, Beyonce, mm-hmm. now I, I think, you know, move aside. I don't know what's wrong with you, but all of you lot are sick and you lot are dead, but you're all enemies of progress. And all the black people that worked on that campaign, you lot are enemies of progress as well. Mm, I wanted your take on that. Like, How that's dare why you? I mentioned them. How? That's why I brought them up. Mm. They're enemies it's of progress like, because all of you lot sat sat in a room and you were excited because you get to work with Beyonce because obviously when you whenever you work with Beyonce it's like this magical thing that happens in your lives and all this shit yeah, um, 
you lot, you sat there, you watched a diamond that was taken, that, that was mined by enslaved people. Enslaved people. You watched that. You watched that. And a draper on her neck with her, her and her billionaire husband, yeah? And you thought, wow, this is the first black woman that's wearing this blood diamond. I'm so excited <laughs> to be part of this campaign. That's what you, man, really sat there and thought, you know? Mm. I could see someone of... Um, like lower status in the industry being gassed to be part of this but from people that I've seen working on it um, they all seem to be like celebrity stylists and celebrity like designers and stuff I'm not saying if you have um, lower status in certain industries you should be gassed to do something morally incorrect but sometimes it can be harder to make decisions uh, if you're not already got your foot in the door do you know what I mean but yeah, so the thing um, is, if you if go on. if you're if if you believe in if your morals are important to you, whether you're lower status or not, you wouldn't do something like that. Mm. You you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't do it. And I, I, it doesn't surprise me. I'm not shocked. Like we all know that like Jay Z and Beyonce are fronting this black billionaire capitalist bullshit that all of you lot are buying into. I'm bored. I'm tired. Like whatever in it i know very lot are retweeting and applauding that shit but somebody made a good point online when they were just like this is the same black woman that did a whole film about black is king and mm-hmm. all of this shit i i ain't watched the film so i can't comment on it and and all of this shit yet but then you're wearing a blood diamond yeah people that, were also that... speaking on jay-z because he has a song called diamonds obviously and um he also like and he was talking about being pro-black and you know anti basically like anti this do you know what i mean so it doesn't really make much sense but then also this brought up his um you know when nfl announced it was doing a partnership with rock nation yeah and that kind of was like a stab in the back to Kaepernick. it do you know what i mean i feel like yeah a lot of things are getting brought up where people are kind of like um side-eyeing but oh, i don't know it, it, we can go on so many tangents but um Cider and they're still gonna buy into it. And uh, Jay Z, you're not pro black, you're pro capitalist, and that's cool. But just say what you are, bro. Yeah. So, <laughs> just... so what he said about working with um, the NFL, which that shouldn't even be a thing. But he said, um... oh, sorry, I've got the quote here. No, it's fine. Um... Everybody should. Should I provide the music this time? <laughs> I want you to rock the boat, baby, rock. In honor of Aaliyah, that's a tune that's still Love that. the video banged as well. He said that um, basically it was time to move beyond kneeling and one man, aka Colin Kaepernick, being out of a job and figure out what action to take, which is such a weak-minded <laughs> statement. Like, the action you've taken is the side of the NFL. Like, I don't care what you are planning to do because they, they the mistreatment of that, ma- oh, that doesn't make any sense, but you tried it. Um, it's like his his morals just flip and flop everywhere. I don't really understand what he stands for. Maybe nothing. Um, but yeah, clearly nothing. On that um, same note, you guys all know Miss Tina, Miss Tina Lawson. That would be Beyonce's mother. She has made a statement mm-hmm. because one thing that Miss Tina's gonna do, yeah, she's gonna come on this internet and she's gonna give us a typo ridden. Uh, read for her for us about her daughter. That's what she's gonna do. Well, not us, but yeah. So she said, "How many of you?" I'm gonna pause for each question she asks as well. How many of you socially conscious activists own diamonds? I don't. So Mi- you already Tina, got me there. <laughs> Mi- Miss Miss Tina, Miss Tina, Miss Tina, Miss Tina. I'm gonna need you to sit down for a minute. Take a tired little self and sit down for a hot second. 
What are you even talking about, Bridget? Why are you even coming at people for asking your daughter to be accountable? As a mother, is that not what you isn't isn't that what you're supposed to instill in your children? Accountability, Bridget. Is that not what you're teaching her? Apparently not. Bruh. Also, I'm reading through the typos. I'm not gonna shade her like that. Um, she said, <laughs> "I thought so." Well, guess what? Did you go to try to check to see where the diamond came from? Probably not. So when you guys get engaged, you won't, you won't have a diamond. You're going to put on a sterling silver band and you better check out where it came from and the origin of where it came from and why you Obviously. add it. And while you're at it, check out the calls for the leather that you wear. Sorry, the typos are mad. Because they they made it come from another country to... Not two typos. Ooh, you get the point. She's trying to tell us about what we're doing. You don't know my life. <laughs> For real, you don't know my life. And also, your daughter's a fucking billionaire. She can make more ethical choices than us regular schmegler yeah. men who actually, some of us don't have options to make fucking ethical choices because what? We live in poverty, okay? Couldn't so we don't get, get the choice to, to make fucking ethical choices like that that your daughter actually can make, yeah? Miss mm. Tina, seckle, drink some sweet tea, something. I don't know way for the but just leave everybody alone, Bridget. Um... I've seen one positive tweet. Someone said that Tiffany's put Beyonce in a diamond, you know, discovered in a colonial mine, skipping over that, that no black woman has ever worn before in an ad with a never ever seen before basket and then pledged $2 million in scholarships and internships to HBCUs. So I'm just giving Return it a... Return our diamonds, bro. <laughs> Return our diamonds. That's what... I, I don't want two million. Return our fucking diamonds, I'm just giving Stop a, mining, <laughs> I'm just giving a well-rounded what? report. <laughs> Bro, return up. I don't. Oh my god. Yo, listen, white supremacy got people really cray cray out here, you know? Anyways. No. Sorry, I'm sorry for my shouting. You have nothing to apologize for. Um, That's the. That's that story. All right, on to Nando's. <laughs> so. You. Wait. You know that I'm no chicken. Okay. You know you've Brexit. And you want a cheeky Nando's now? You want a fucking cheeky Nando's? That was you don't my have first any fucking thought. chicken. My first thought And you was, don't have any HGV drivers. How about that? <laughs> My first thought is just related to, to Brexit, but yeah, let me get into it. So last week, Nando's had to temporarily close approximately 50 restaurants because they ran out of chicken. This is not a joke. This is not a drill, okay? Um, people were, like, turning up <laughs> to the restaurant and then complaining because they were like, what's going on? Um, so a Nando's spokesperson said, the UK supply chain is having a bit of a mare right now. Direct quote. Okay. I love I love that tweet. <laughs> I love that tweet, bro. Um, so yeah, the problem when I looked into it, it seemed to be um, labour shortages at their suppliers. Don't know who the suppliers are though, so I can't confirm if it's uh, like what kind of issue it is. Brexit, otherwise UK you EU regulation. I don't know. Um, but they found some chicken, and as of the twenty first of August, apparently they're um, working on opening them back up again. So. I have some comments. Please. Yeah. Um, is is the chicken that they found thirty? That's all I'm saying for you, man. That still eat meat. Good luck. Good good luck with testing out um, whether that's thirty or not. I was listening to. I think it was the Guardian or maybe it was the Daily Seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about part partly to do with Brexit, COVID, and they also mentioned you were saying labour shortages. Um, they were also talking about HGV drivers Mm -hmm. that um they've had a mad shortage of hgv drivers since the start of the pandemic and then a lot of them um were actually european workers who 
Brexit, you know, some, some most a lot. I think most a lot of them man there have decided to like fuck off home yeah. in it because love it, um, and yeah, it's not it's not just Nando's that's gonna feel it. Like this, no. we're only seeing the we're only seeing the beginning of this stuff, you know. So brace Boy. yourselves because when winter comes, <laughs> not brace yourselves. Know, oh no, <laughs> brace yourselves when you lot are trying to find a find a find a turkey to cook on Christmas. You lot's dry dusty turkey yeah, that no, you cook for Christmas. Don't need no turkey. You lot better thanks. try find it. But you lot, yeah. You lot better buy a turkey now, Virgin, and start raising it in your fucking garden, bro. That's what you don't need to do from that. That's the plan for them. Um, OnlyFans. Fuck you, OnlyFans. Ban you lot both. If you don't know, they planned to ban sexually explicit content from their site. However, as of the 25th of August, 2021, they have made a tweet regarding this um, announcement, right? And obviously, I have the tweet ready to, to read to you guys. Right, got it. <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> they said, oh, sorry, because everyone was in uproar at them wanting to ban sexually explicit content because it seemed like a slap in the face to sex workers who had been carrying their site, basically. That's the summary. I'll get into it more in a second, but here's the tweet. Thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. OnlyFans stands with inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. You don't worry about your bag. <laughs> you don't worry shook about your bag, innit? Uh, so yeah. I'm very confused because that statement said suspending not they're going to cancel the policy change they're suspending it which would mean that it's still going to go ahead just maybe later because and maybe they want people to keep working now so they can break in as much as they can before they decide to change it because it's it's, i don't know the area seems a bit gray to me but basically, um, some financial groups such as MasterCard have responded to growing wariness of the porn industry with, uh, with more stringent rules for speciality merchants due to take effect on October the 1st, which coincides with OnlyFans policy change. So, I mean, it doesn't take Colombo to, like, put it together. I don't need, need the... <laughs> what's it, the mystery gang? Scooby-Doo and them? Like, do you know what not I mean? Like, Colombo. <laughs> Come on, Wait, like... not Colombo, though. <laughs> That's how you know you're Caribbean, <laughs> You know you're Colombo. I love Colombo. Colombo, I'm finished. Colombo was a G, Virgil. Literally. And one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, basically, because of the change in policy from some financial groups and banks, uh, Stokely, who was the CEO of OnlyFans, said that um, he had no choice, basically. Um, and he's blaming the banks 110%. He said no accountability. That's what he said today. Um, adult performers... When has a white person taken accountability? Yeah. Slash sex workers helped to attract roughly 130 million users. Um, Bomba cleared. Yeah. They're now saying... How much is that money? Well, they said that um, we pay over 1 million creators over $300 million every month. Yeah? Month, what bro. What f- Yeah. Whew. Um, look at this one. Look that's... at my like she wants to take off her top. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm sorry, but that's like that's some country's entire annual budget. Yeah, man, like, you're, you're looking at GDP right there. Um, <laughs> look at me. 
So yeah, um, for example, Bank of New York Mellon um, basically flagged and rejected quite a few payments, making it difficult to pay creators, says OnlyFans. Um, excuse, excuse, excuse. Um, Reta Ter, including JP Morgan Chase, is particularly aggressive in closing accounts of sex workers. So they were trying to basically combat all that. But um, no, I don't buy this. Honestly, it, it seems like they wanted to make sure that the banks were going to love them still by October 1st and now they're trying to pacify the people but yeah stay tuned for that the summary is uh let sex workers work fam respect sex workers bro like fully no fuck my next story is about katie price and that kind of <laughs> like oh she's I- back again katie <laughs> Katie, where you been, love? Literally, nation sweetheart. Oh, but I feel like it's like, no, no, it's, it's actually, it's not a um, happy story. But I feel like the oh, sex worker segue, it, it wasn't um, planned, guys. So just allow me there. Um, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be like, oh, that's funny. Like, back to her Jordan days. Although nothing wrong with it. We love her for it. Anyway, so a man has been arrested on suspicion of assaulting former model and TV personality Katie Price. He's now been released on bail. So um, she was taken to hospital on Monday morning after sustaining a facial injury. Um, this is the bit that bugs me out, yeah. A 32-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of theft and coercive and controlling behaviour. Uh, police were called by ambulance to a house at about 1.30am. Listen, her man <laughs> is 32 years old, born in 1989, okay? Um, it's her man. They it's share a yard man. together. Um... There's been reports of police outside um, Carl Wood's yard. That's her man. So it was her man, allegedly. Uh, but yeah, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Must say that. Don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand why why they're not saying yeah. I, I get it. But um, this was the man she was, you know, engaged to. It, like her seventh or eighth wedding. I don't know. And I just want <laughs> her to. <laughs> Sorry. I want her to step. <laughs> Sorry. I want her to step away Sit. from him immediately. Um. The use of the language coercive and controlling behaviour, listen. <laughs> That's abuse step right away, there, step away, bro. Um, Red flag. Literally. I've only got two more stories. So, um, we've got here, um, <laughs> gold, silver and bronze again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm No, I'm not sorry, yeah, but listen, Twitter <laughs> had me in tears i swear to god yeah why was um not lot i think it was not last was trending in jamaica as a I'm hashtag dead. i'm dead i'm dead <laughs> no respect so oh no i've forgotten the, the name no of the the race you know the prefontaine or oregon prefontaine track yeah there's, there's something else called like um it's called like Oh, yeah, that will do. That's like another part to it as well, but that's fine. I, I'm not a sportswoman. Right, so um, Jamaicans held, Jamaican women held the first, second, and third place in that race, the usual suspects. Um, and unfortunately, Shakari came in last. Um, <laughs> back your chat, brother. Next time, back your chat. Listen. <laughs> Hey, we always back our chat, innit? 
We always back our chat. Jamaicans, they always back their chat. Mm-hmm. Back your chat, mm-hmm. legend. You were so disrespectful to the Olympians, not even just to Jamaicans, because you didn't get to compete. I understand that, empathise mm. with what you were going through and the reason why you didn't get to compete. And I think it was fuckery that you didn't get to compete. But you, you were disrespectful, Bridget. You were very, very disrespectful. And then what happened? Yeah, she was doing a lot of chat. Um, so if it wasn't clear, um, Elaine Thompson Harrah won, and then we had was it Shelly Ann Fraser second? Yeah, yeah and second. Fraser Price, sorry. And then um, in third place, Sharika. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to find her last name. Yeah, Sharika. Jackson. There was there was Jackson. that Jackson. There was that funny um, uh, meme where was, where Sharika was like, "Show me a panty." <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. Also, I'm really annoyed that, like, they were really overshadowing... One, there was a press conference with Shakari and the Jamaicans, Jamaican Olympians. I'm sorry, why was there a press conference with Shakari and the Olympians? Don't understand that. Yeah. That's bad vibes already. Then also, the whole... Everybody's talking about and talking, interviewing Shakari. Like, we shouldn't be interviewing Elaine, who is very much close to Flojo's record. She's yeah. the fastest woman on earth right now. Right now, Bridget. Yeah. The fastest woman on Can you earth. Imagine? And then even in her interview, you're asking questions about Shakari. Do you know how disrespectful you man are? Literally. And, and you don't want to know why Jamaica's carrying on so boasty and don't yeah. have no respect for you lot when you move mad. Listen. She was back like... in chat next time, Shakari, innit? Literally, she was like, I'm not paying attention to none of that. I don't know what Shakari said. I don't know about none of that. Um, I'm doing me. Said, Did you see her in the race? She said, behind. I, I wasn't looking behind. I don't, I don't have eyes in the back of my head. Like, I don't care. I don't, I don't have eyes in the back of my head. Sad. And then, are, are you surprised? Uh, no, and you shouldn't have been neither. Yeah. <laughs> That's energy, you know. You see, do you know that ener- that kind of energy? Yeah. Oh, don't, listen. I did see that, that there, was an, there was an interview, like, <laughs> someone said... <laughs> There was an interview with the first place winner, but because she finished so much sooner than Shikari, we missed the interview because by the time Shikari <laughs> finished. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, small shade. Okay. I, the mm. name, she can't run. I'm dead. I, listen, so, <laughs> I'm dead. The way they were remixing her name on, on Twitter. I, I love, oh man, I love my people so, so much. all um, I wanted uh, to say is, I had a couple of comments that I think are a bit different to yours, yeah, because, listen, um... People are humbling Shikari, 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 um, and they're reveling in her loss, yeah, um, which I don't really love, um, just because, like, I still wanted the best of baby girl, do you know what I mean? Like, I, she wasn't going to win, and, like, I'm not American, I don't care, but I still, like, she's still a black girl, still rooting, yeah? The problem is, people were saying she was mad arrogant before, right? I, I didn't see these tweets. I've heard that she was saying that she's the best in the game, nobody can touch her, da 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 and obviously she wasn't able to deliver on such things um i think it might be her demeanor that everyone's kind of turned off by but some of the jokes i was like guys guys she was still in the race where was i do you know what i mean like let's no i definitely i definitely feel that and i've seen so many of uh, like just some of them went too far i feel I, I do you know what yeah I don't even feel like some of them went too far do you know why because she she wasn't she didn't display good sportsmanship and I feel like if you are an Olympic if if you're competing on like Olympic levels mm. because that's where you would have been going if 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 the um the board didn't fuck you over and it was the Americans that fucked you over and didn't allow you to go because the the Olympic board said you could go yeah if if that didn't happen then you would have been in within that race yeah. I, 
you need to be a good sports person. You get me? Like people were trying to as well on the timeline bring up like Usain Bolt was never humble. Usain Bolt was always a good sports like he showed good sportsmanship, but mm-hmm. he wasn't out here cussing off anyone else on the timeline saying that the Olympics is nothing without me if exactly. I'm not there. Like he wasn't you ain't he seen didn't, shit. He didn't yeah. do all of that. Yeah, you, you didn't need to do all of that. I understand that you were hurt. I understand that. I get that. Like, but you didn't need to do all of that. So Media all the training. humbling that you got, I feel like you should have gone. For all the people that are commenting, like, oh, when it's a black woman, that's when that's when you look want to humble people. Yeah, listen, you lot are forever always trying to make Jamaica this this as you look call it this little island in the mm-hmm. Caribbean humble ourselves about things that we can actually back our chat about. Yeah. Again. Like, from this little island, do you know how much culture you men have got yeah. in the world? Oh, and we're going to get to that, aren't we? Um, so, so don't, don't, I don't, I don't, not everyday wax theory on shit, you know? Like, her, Shikari, humble yourself, gyal. Come back next Olympics, see what you can do. But Elaine's obviously going to be winning all the golds. Yeah. So, yeah, um, <laughs> her post-race interview was not cute, I can't lie. Um, I would have kept it sweet and, like, I would have been like, yeah, man, you know... Got to say the best to last in it. Like <laughs> I would have been cute with it, but she didn't want to roll any jokes. Um, but yeah, so what? She lost. She still ran faster than any like than I can run. I like I just Bro, definitely. She shout out shout out to her, but it's really like these those three three Jamaican queens who won and left no medals behind queens. for the rest of you girls. That's where my heart lies. Dust, dust. So dust. that's all that was left. <laughs> dust. And I was definitely here for um, Shelly Ann in the background. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh, the way she peeped up. Oh my gosh. She said, Oh, well, I'm yelling, you're still at chat. Literally, what are you guys still at chat? Over here? Oh gosh, the race finished half an hour ago. <laughs> okay, my last story. Yeah. I've taken you guys all around the world. So this one ties into our main segment a little bit. So I thought I'd leave it till the end. Did you see um, Beanie Man's interview where he was talking about uh, how people use the word dance hall, sorry, bashment incorrectly? Mm, no, I didn't. I thought you were going to talk about a ZZ Mills interview. Oh, no, that, that's the same interview. Oh, is it? I didn't finish watching it because... Oh, okay. I only watched that oh, clip. So I guess we've got like a rounded oh. view between us. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I managed to watch it for two minutes where I, I just, yeah, yeah tell me. I, I wanted to flick, fling myself out of the window. I just, I don't know. Her interviewing style is just not for me. Yeah, I don't fuck with it, but like, I mean, congrats to her. Like, she's doing, doing the thing in it. But what, what was she, what were they talking about? I don't even remember. Even just like how she should address him and stuff. And I was just feeling like, you know mm. when you're just getting secondhand embarrassment because you're just like... I don't know and I had to turn it off I couldn't but anyway sorry no it's fine girl this is a joint podcast please don't apologise <laughs> yeah I've been around white people all day <laughs> <laughs> but basically he was saying that it's a disrespect to call um, dance or bashment and the term bashment shouldn't even be used the way it is in the UK he sees it on flyers all the time he sees artists use it and um, that's not people are using it incorrectly um he was saying mm. that dancehall is the genre and bashment does not mean that. Um, he was explaining in his own words what it did mean and I'm going to have to like find it one time again. Hang on. And Are you also going to translate for the people then? <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> so... Oh, I'm so annoyed because I had it right here. Um... Pam bed, pam flora against wall. Just providing you with some intermediate music. <laughs> Very appropriate as well. Um, so, oh, man. 
king of the dance hall. Yeah. He said, um, how can you have a music name, Bashman? <laughs> Hey, <laughs> um, I, I love that Jamaicans don't waste time, you know, they don't waste words. Literally. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, Straight to the point. He said, Bashment is how you dress, your style, your clothes, how you present yourself. Mm. That's not what the music is. It's a disrespect to his culture to be calling it that. Um, the music is dancehall. Mm. Uh, there's no other name for it. Um, he said, Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think the rest of it is just summarizing. Um, Thanks. So yeah, just thought I would drop that in as we start our main topic segment, um, because it's all about, what he was talking about was about originality as well, because he said, we are the blueprint, do not change the name of the music, it is dancehall, it is not Bashman, I don't like when they do that. So I thought that would kind of segue into our topic, we're discussing um, Carnival. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, everyone? <laughs> With a blueprint. Thanks. I think you said we're the original. I, rem- I-, I remixed it, but same thing, innit? Um, we... I mean, I'm with that. I'm going to start putting that in all my bios. <laughs> Literally. Um, and specifically, Notting Hill Carnival. Um, and specifically, <laughs> the use of Afrobeats at such... At that event. Um, and I guess you could call this the grand debate of... Um, Plantain versus plantain. So, um, <laughs> wow, wow, we finally got there, guys. Literally from episode zero, Literally. we finally got there. Episode twenty nine, we're actually bringing that to the floor now. Wow. Do you know how weird it feels to say wow, plantain? Wow. Plantain. Like I don't. It feels like an abomination. So won't be doing that again. Plantain. Um, I was thinking how they say it in in French then. Banane plantain. Mm, but that's still not plantain though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Even they got a better vibe. I could have could fuck with that more than I could fuck with plantain. Literally. What the fuck? Um, so I thought I would, unless unless you wanted to, let me know, but I thought I would give us uh, a little background about Notting Hill Carnival specifically. Right. Roll, roll true, give it to us, give it to us. Lovely. Um, so it was founded by human rights activist Claudia Jones. I'm sure most, most of you know this already, Trini. by the way. I'm just... Trini, Trini. <laughs> letting Trini, you know. Trini. Sorry. <laughs> and social worker Ron Leslet. Uh, the first carnival was in 1966. It was an expression of West Indian culture or Caribbean culture, whatever you want to say. West Indian. <coughs> Caribbean. <laughs> Just underlining um, those. And unity in the face of hostility towards those who came from the Caribbean post-war. Okay. So. Okay, did you hear Caribbean? I'm obviously highlighting <laughs> certain words, but you, you lot are going to be listening to quite a... Um, there's differing opinions here, so you, we will get into it. Um... So, Carnival was meant to represent inclusion um, because it was a response to the feeling of exclusion and discrimination that gave rise to the Carnival itself. Um, For the first time... Faced by which communities? Well, this specifically was the black community. um, Which was a majority what during that time? Caribbean. Um, Oh, okay. I I hate you. (laughs) We see what you're doing. And I'm happy to lay the facts down. <laughs> She's there with a clipboard, guys. Check box, checking boxes. Um, for the first time, migrants and their children, sorry, Caribbean migrants, um, could take to the streets and freely express who they were. So just a bit more detail. Um, I'm sure you all heard of um, Kelso Cochrane, who was a 32-year-old Antiguan-born carpenter. Um, it doesn't say it here, but I think he was... 
studying to be a lawyer as well or wanted to be a lawyer um he was living in notting hill at the time and he died after a racially motivated attack um near notting hill uh, in 1959 um his murder obviously had a huge impact on race relations um over a thousand people went to his funeral and basically from that is where um ron Laslet said that it was this his death which sparked um, a small community children's street fair back in the mid-60s that morphed into what we know today as, Car- as Notting Hill Carnival. And this is her quote. She felt that although West Indians, Africans and Irish and many other nationalities all live in a very congested area, there was very little communication between the groups. And um, it can, if we can infect them with a desire to participate, all the different nationalities, then this can only have good results. That was her quote. So I'm going to stop talking now because it's all my voice. That's just the background. Um, so yeah, let let us tell us what what you feel about having Afrobeats at Carnival or wherever you want to start. For, 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 yeah, first I just want to drop in. Um, the Guardian dropped um, an interview mm. this week with um, some matriarchs of um, Carnival, so people who have been part of Carnival, C- Carnival, Carnival, <laughs> <clears throat> little after its like conception. So from like. 60s 70s mm-hmm. and i just want to bring some of their quotes mm-hmm. um so sister monica t wang i hope i'm pronouncing her last name correctly um her, her association with carnival started in 75 she was born in trinidad and moved to england in the 60s age 13 um age 23 she entered daughters of wisdom a convent and was asked to work in a community by the archbishop and then this is how she became involved in carnival basically because she started volunteering and stuff um and some of her quotes like we brought color to this country that we brought colour to this country. Um, we used to call it the annual pilgrimage. We didn't have mm. the ways of community then that we have today. So everybody looked forward to coming to Notting Hill to meet other Caribbean people and to celebrate our culture. Um, uh, she also like mentioned about changes to carnival that have been happening over the years. Um, what what Notting, Notting Hill carnival has become is unrecognisable to me. If you want to have a nude party in your house, by all means, but don't, don't do it out on the street and tell me that it's my culture. Um, it's not a street party, it's street theatre and it has to be for the whole family. And just in terms of what she's mentioning about the whole family, because um, Carnival didn't always just have like a, a specific like Children's Day. And this came uh, about, I believe it was Lady Lee Wolford Shivers MBE. <coughs> so I can't believe she accepted that. Um, she's the reason we have Children's Day at Carnival because... Uh, there was one carnival, and I can't remember the year. Sorry, you can read the article in the Guardian. Um, there was a lot of over policing and violence, um, and it just meant that most of the days were not safe for the children to go. So she she was like, we should have a day dedicated for the children to participate mm-hmm. in the culture, in the in the cultural aspects. And when I say like cultural aspects, I'm talking about being part of um, the floats, doing math, doing mm-hmm. still pan playing, like all of those um, things. There, I just want to add like. Carnival, Notting Hill Carnival is Europe's largest, and mm-hmm. I, I don't like using street festival, but this is what they say, street festival, I'm doing quote marks. Um, yeah, so, and around a million, they say around a million people, but the last count, I think it was 2.5 million people attended Notting Hill Carnival. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just want to share that. Um, in terms of Afrobeats, <laughs> Carnival, I saw, I saw listed in Sorry, the... That was the so weekend. funny. In the in the wiki page, um, I saw different genres listed. Obviously, yeah. like 
carnival. This 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 event was started by Trinidadian people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, it's taken inspiration from carnival in Trinidad, yeah, and what they experienced when they were growing up back there, yeah. So, soca, calypso. Do you know them? Them genres of music were like the the basis for carnival. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you've got sound systems, you've got dancehall, you've got reggae, yeah? And then I know later on they let like samba groups in, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, yeah? For me personally, I think they put um, like, on the wiki page it says hip hop, R&B, mm-hmm. ragga. I'm sorry, but I'm not, got, I'm not, drum, drum and bass? Yeah. Drum and bass? I mean, obviously I know that the basis for drum and, drum and bass comes from black music, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I I I, I understand. Just while you're why touching on genres, like there's UK garage, there's jungle, like there's there's that as well. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Mm. Go on. My thing is, I don't think there's a place for. Personally, I don't want to go to Carnival and hear Afrobeats. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other spaces that you can go and listen to Afrobeats if you want to. Not Hill Carnival was started by the Caribbean West Indian community, and I think that as much as this changed and evolved over the years, I feel like. Can we, as a Caribbean community, have one one space, one just just I'm just asking for one in the UK, just just one, mm. where we actually get to be like, this is ours, this is our music, come and vibe with us, come and experience part of our culture, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like I, I don't, I personally, it's not my vibe in it. Obviously, I know people are gonna get mad and want to talk about like why are always with diaspora roles and all of this shit. But I saw a tweet today by Trina. Cut love, T R I N A K A H love yeah, and she just put on the tweet shared identity is not shared community, and I just mm. thought that was very, yeah, very poignant. That's real, but yeah, that's my that's my that's my take. So, what was your take on the other genres, like the um the jungle the? I I, I personally EDM. don't know enough about, I don't know enough about um the origins of jungle. Like my brothers and that used to bang jungle music mm. when I was little on fucking tape cassette tapes. Yeah? yeah, I don't know the origin, uh, the origins of that music, and I still think that. <sighs> Personally, if I want to go to a carnival, I want to hear a music that I would expect to hear at a carnival if I was in the Caribbean. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And I understand <clears throat> that it's taking place in London. Britain. Mm. Um, I I get that. Um, and I don't like I, I don't I didn't come here with a bag of research today, which is which is my bad. Um, I've come with the knowledge that I already have. Um, she has not a lot of know, knowledge, guys. I definitely don't. But like to know um, the origins of like jungle music, who started it, what communities it came out of, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. then maybe I'll fool. I'd say something different, but yeah, I don't know about jungle. Obviously, music. they they yeah, I, I don't I don't know, but uh, I just don't feel like Afrobeats has a place like. Just can we can we have our things, bruv? Like, sorry, you man always get to have your things, mm-hmm. and like, it's even I seen the conversation happening online recently about like people telling Caribbean people or people who, with Caribbean identities, mm-hmm. oh yeah, but you're but obviously you're you're African, you're African, bruv. I know that my ancestors were taken, bruv. Yeah. I know, and I actually can't even trace all my an- ancestors because, and this is another thing that you lot need to forget, you lot forget sometimes. We were I'm taken. Not, I'm from not Africa, saying it to. Yeah, we were taken, but also that there were other um, uh, other Lineages? communities who were who were taken as well. Um, so Indians, Chinese. So mm-hmm. some of us we don't even know our complete ancestry um, at all. Mm-hmm. So yes, I understand my roots. Whatever the human race. Yeah, roots everyone's is in Africa, African. That's but, where the first humans were yeah, found. But, exactly, but you can't negate my immediate culture, the mm-hmm. culture that mm-hmm. I have 
immediate um, connection with. Like, yeah. I, I fucking despise that shit. Just allow me to have my things, bruv, and come and enjoy my things too because I want to be able to share those things the same way I want to go and experience and share your things, you get me? Yeah. But I'll still be respectful. Just because, I think that argument yeah. gets a bit fuzzy because it's like, just because we can say that humans come from Africa doesn't mean that we have um, direct cultural, we share cultural um, things with like uh in terms of music with certain parts of africa do you know what i mean like it can come together um but i think distinction is important but basically notting hill carnival is rooted in caribbean culture and i um i love being part of that um it has a strong windrush generation influence um but the the thing is with with notting hill carnival is that it is characteristically london and today's modern London compared to if you go to a carnival in the Caribbean, like Trinidad, right? So I think that that kind of opens it up to be being a bit different to that. I basically was like looking into it, going onto the, the committee's website and reading their quotes and stuff because um, uh, Kamal Banke, he's the chairman of the National Carnival Committee in Jamaica. Um, and director of the Exodus Carnival Band, and he said that when you go to Europe, the UK, and certain places in North America, the distinctions aren't drawn as hard as they would be within the Caribbean. When you're in the Caribbean, you make a distinction between bashment, which he used that word, or what they call a particular style of dance, or soca, or calypso, um, and he said that the further and further you get away from the Caribbean, the more that the lines eventually cease to exist, and people just say Caribbean music, and it becomes carnival music, which I think strips away the culture, and it kind of like yep. yeah so specificity and context are very important yeah so that that's where I, mm. I agree that like you can't have um like names are important respecting even like we were discussing last episode do you know what i mean like respecting where something comes from um i think that's i want to first say that i think that's really important um and then i have a quote by let's see Andrew Bellamy, and a name that we may all know, co-founder uh, and managing director of I Love Soca, but also he did something else that I know of, uh, a, Jamaica, a Jamaican fet. Afrobeats has been warmly welcomed to the shores of Jamaica for a couple of years now. This is what he's saying, which I don't actually agree with because I've got quite a, like different quotes here. He said, the similarities in music, musical construct between reggae and Afrobeats make it super easy for Jamaicans to love. It is played regularly on our radio airwaves and as such it is regularly part of our events and by extension part of our carnival. So what I, I want to say to that is, um, I, I do know that we share... <laughs> Sorry, Daria's face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because in my head, I'm like, last time I was in Jamaica, I don't, I had, we were blaring radio and I didn't want to hear Afrobeats, but maybe I was tuning into the wrong radio. I don't know. Station. I mean, listen, I think what I would say to that is like, um, I know that there are a lot of similarities in our culture with West African culture, with Indian culture, with so many different places. Because, for example, like some of the curries that like we cook in Jamaica, a lot of the recipes overlap from different places. You know what I mean? Like you, you can see mm-hmm. the influences. You can see that we are all one people. Like I get it. So I'm not surprised that you would see similarities in Afrobeat and then in like reggae or soca. Like that makes sense. But the genres are still different. And to say we can't see differences, mm-hmm. I found that a bit mm-hmm. like. Um, Sound a bit like, lazy. Like a white man speaking, to be it sounded a bit lazy. I didn't. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I basically just thought I'd read two differing opinions because why not be well-rounded? Um, because people do seem to have like uh, different opinions about it. I personally, because I don't think I've said fully how I feel yet, for me, uh, uh, Notting Hill Carnival is Caribbean and that's where its roots should always lie and it should always be respected. Because whenever I've gone to Carnival, I've heard an array of music. Like, I've heard EDM at Carnival, or, or what I think is EDM. I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't even know what EDM really is, but I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, um, Afrobeats should not be the dominant sound that anyone's hearing at Carnival. No one should be going to Carnival for Afrobeats. That, that would be madness in my head. Caribbean music and culture should be the aim. It's the same reason that like, I wouldn't go to Carnival for like a Nigerian dish. Make it make sense, right? But no, no, I'm going. <laughs> but I am more indifferent, I think, than you are. Like I don't need it to be like not there. I just need it to be like if it is going to be there, just not dominant. Like I don't need like some whole debate about it. Like because the thing with Notting Hill Carnival for me is because now London is um, changing and and it's not uh, predominantly caribbeans that dominate the black community in london anymore like i think there's nothing wrong with a bit of um u-n-i-t-y like like i'm just i'm i'm I'm, you know what i mean like (laughs) but this is my thing i want to know if there was a similar if there was a similar event going on that you man would be playing dance or music because i doubt that you would be because oh africans elders would be you look, you look, you look. Elders will be looking at us. They, they they look down on that kind of music. A lot of elders but from this that is culture. My point. Mm. But do we paint ourselves with the same standards that we dislike in the other group? Like, is that the? Oh no, definitely not. I just say that. Can we have our things? Can we have our space? Mm, yeah, yeah. Can we? Like, I understand your um, indifference, and I think I'm always very uh, passionate about these things. Mm. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just I just want us to have our things and you can come and enjoy our things same way I'm gonna go enjoy your things. Yeah. Me? I think as well it's like I do you know what it is? It's like I, I would rather it not be there, but I I don't want the hostility. I, I don't want the event to be like have negative vibes. I get that, I get but it should be able to be good vibes and you understanding that this is our thing mm, and you sure. can come and enjoy our thing. You know what I mean? Like mm. I understand that, um, and I totally understand you because you don't you don't want to be going and experiencing hostility and mm. hostility and, and and things like that. But mm-hmm. can we just not have mutual respect amongst each other to understand? Okay, this this was founded by a Trinidadian woman for this specific reason, and yes, it's changed over time and it's evolved and stuff. But understand that there's a space and a and a place and a time for everything. Yeah, because I was even reading, you know. Um uh people online talking about afrobeats and obviously saying like the afrobeats we hear today has evolved into a more pop version of the traditional sounds that come from africa you so got justin bieber i'm finished you got justin bieber in your tracks Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you might need to do with that though still um they were talking about uh wizkid p square like fuse odg and basically fuse came out um a few years ago and he was saying that he cites jamaican music as a major inspiration and over the years has always collaborated with dancehall stars such the- as Blueprint. Blueprint. Elephant man's conscience. So for me... The blueprint. The fact that he acknowledged that kind of goes back to the cultural appropriation we were talking about. For me, I accept things more when people 
accept the blueprint, shout out the blueprint, make it be known. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's like move from there. I don't know. I know that some. Oh, I can't remember the artist's name now, but mm. there's their music is dancehall, but they're trying to call it something else. Oh. And it's just like if you're gonna, if you're gonna be, if you're not um, from a Caribbean space mm. or Jamaica space or context, and you want to be making dancehall music. Um, just say that the genre of music you're doing is dance all, mm. but don't try and then spin it and remix it and give it an X name. Just, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it's part of me as well. It's like, I'm not going to lie. I have gone to Carnival before, heard Afrobeats and been like, it would have been nice to have just like right. <laughs> if you see nice face, she's doing she's doing lawyer in the courtroom right now. She's she's getting that she's getting that dossier right in the head of that speech ready in the head to be like I'm, I'm gonna tread carefully like my girl who's trying to crepes. Not the crepes. But but the thing is is that um then the other part of me is like as as black people we're stronger together and that they, they, when white people look at us, oh, I nearly fell down, guys. I nearly fell down. <laughs> when white people look I... at us, yeah, they're not like, okay, which one likes Afrobeats? <laughs> which one likes dancehall? Do you get it? So for me, it's two different arguments because I, I'm agreement. I want a Caribbean only space. I want to make that very clear. But there's just a part of me that's like, um, I just don't want. I want us to have a united front as well. But I don't think Carnival is the place for Afrobeats. I don't think it's the place for the United Front. I just want to make it clear that I do have that in my yeah. mind where I'm like, can you guys... You're can you guys? Can... You're flinging up Batty, busting a wine, and then you heard Afrobeats and, and, it was and the a TikTok lot. just stopped halfway through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, tic, the TikTok just... I don't want a Zonto and Shaki on the beach, you understand? <laughs> I, at Carnival. But yeah, I, I just think it's not the place. And because um, Notting Hill Carnival has such an important meaning and such strong roots and like knowing who was persecuted at this time to really like feel and know those stories like you should even you should want to um to to acknowledge that solely do you know what i mean yeah and understanding even the fact that it's caribbean people that brought over and trinidadians to be specific um and what carnival means to them in trinidad and the roots and the history of it like fam like Come on, man. Come do better. Just yeah. do better. Do better, man. <laughs> do better. Yeah. I um. I think we. I think we pretty much agree. I just have a couple more, like you know, arguments on the other side. If you if you were strongly disagree, I'd be disagree. But yeah, carnival obviously should have been um this coming weekend. Um, I know that um, Notting Hill Carnival and some other organisations are posting ways people can still contribute financially to some artists. To artists. Um, so yeah. we'll try and find that and link it so you guys can still, like, show your support in that. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Was there anything else? Or should I go on to Big Ups? Or? No, I think that's blessed. I think we had a, a lively convo. I think it's nice that you presented both arguments rather than me just being like, <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so mine is not a big ups. It's just um, it's something that I posted on our Instagram today at the Coco Girls. It's on our stories. There's um, a young girl from Croydon who's been missing. Not me going to check our stories. <laughs> not me going to check our stories. <laughs> there she goes. But yeah, um, a young girl called I think her name's pronounced Makeda. 
I think that's correct. Um, she's 14 mm. and she's been missing since um, July 11th. Five foot three. Oh my God. Yeah, and I keep seeing um, her picture and I just, like, the small, small we can do, like, I, I really just, like, hope and pray she's found safe and sound. But, yeah, uh, there's all, all the details on the post of how, how you can get in touch if you have any info and, like, what she was wearing and stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's all I had. I just, it just kind of, like, that kind of shit is heartbreaking to even read about um but yeah i feel like that's it that's all i had we're coming up to bank holiday weekend guys in the uk has brussels got a a bank holiday in belgium as well unfortunately we don't sorry love (laughs) no we had one earlier this month we had one earlier it was like a random day as well it was like it fell on like a wednesday so everything was shot on the wednesday and i was like what the fuck is this they they take bank holidays so seriously i know (laughs) i wish the uk would take a leaf out of more european countries books in that regard only um i mean i found out fuck you today about the employment laws here but what was it Uh, i'll leave that too oh okay uh, about I'll, yeah, I'll leave that to another time. All right. Um, but yeah, what made you happy this week? Please do pick something. Thank you. Yo, I actually bought myself some new trainers. I haven't bought trainers in we love about it. seven years. So I bought myself three new pairs of trainers. Three. I'm loving every single. Like the Jamaicans yeah, who won the I, race. I, three. Wow. That's what I'm saying. They inspired <laughs> me. I just said, why not? Um, why not actually treat myself? Treat myself. I don't buy myself shit with my own salary. So I thought, yeah, let me do that. And yeah, it made me happy actually. Very, very comfortable. Adidas, Nike, and New Balance got my money in it. So. Are you saying someone else usually sponsors you? <laughs> What's going on? You said with my own money, I treat myself. <laughs> We love it. <laughs> no. um, we represent the lines. <laughs> if only I wish, if anyone wants to sponsor me, rent is due on the first every month, for it? Let me know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but what about you? What made you happy to see? Um, I linked up with two people from my uni that I've never met before. Um, at the end of the course, we went for a drink. That was nice. To actually oh, meet people. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, so, that's vibes, though, still, man. Yeah, that's cute. That was that's nice. Cute. But yeah, man, that's it, guys. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, yeah, um, tune into some carnival playlists this week. And when I say carnival playlists, don't go on the Spotify one. Oh, no. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> don't do the This Is Carnival and then like, play that. Because it's a lie. Oh, it's no. a lie, okay? You'll find Davido, though. But yeah. Mm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Every time, any time I've ever done that on Spotify and I've gone to it, it's been like carnival vibes or something. And it's been, and I hear Davido, I said to myself, just come and get me, Brendan. Come and take me now, Brendan. Which carnival is this? But yeah, thanks guys. Um, Enjoy um, the bank holiday weekend if you're in the UK. And yeah, just stay safe. Um, Good vibes to everyone. Bye. Bye.